मोटमाद पॉडकास्ट with a brand new episode of the new manifesto from motormouth podcasts i am pratik sharma joining me as always is my co-host ashwin chandrashekar this is the show where two men talk about masculinity its negatives and its positives and this week it's masculinity and gendered impact of the covid-19 pandemic we are releasing this episode on international women's day a day meant to celebrate womanhood and the achievements of women and this year's theme of international women's day is choose to challenge the official website says a challenged world is an alert world and from challenge comes change the entire team at the new manifesto and motormouth podcasts completely agrees with this statement to bring about a change in the way gender inequality has persevered in our society and workplaces it is nothing less than a monumental challenge to bring about a meaningful change and we truly believe that it's up to people like us you ashwin me to try to make it happen we're extremely excited about today's episode it's a special one for which a really big global organization reached out to us for a collaboration and the name of this organization is the united nations educational scientific and cultural organization better known as unesco now before we delve into what this episode is about ashwin could you please give us an idea about what unesco does sure pradeep unesco stands for united nations educational scientific and cultural organization the un agency goes beyond political circles to foster peace among the world's nations through cultural exchange dialogue and mutual understanding we might know unesco from its listing of world heritage sites india has 38 by the way beyond that though unesco is driving the global movement on education for all in addition to all of this unesco also does a great deal of work on gender equality our guest today is mr eric palt director and unesco representative to bhutan india maldives and sri lanka born and raised in france eric palt completed his education in the us and has worked for the united nations in various capacities for nearly 30 years his multiple roles with the un took him across the world new york cambodia haiti iraq pakistan kenya and now india he's based in new delhi as director of unesco for south asia Eric and his team cover India, Bangladesh, Bhutan, the Maldives, Nepal and Sri Lanka. One of their top priorities is to include the gender dimension into all aspects of UNESCO's work. Very very thrilled to have Eric on the show. Welcome Eric. Thank you Ashwin, thank you Pratik. It's a pleasure to be here with you today and uh, congratulations on this uh, great initiative. Thank you Eric. Let's take a look at gender equality specifically. We wanted to learn a little more about what UNESCO does and has done in this specific area. Through our work, we uh, advocate against the stereotypical and narrow representations of manhood and masculinities in four uh, key areas of action: uh, first, policy review, but also uh, communications, knowledge sharing, and uh, capacity building. In more uh, concrete terms, for example. together with the asia foundation we have 
uh, initiated a 12-month pilot study in six countries across Asia, including uh, India, of course, but also uh, Indonesia, Cambodia, Nepal, and Sri Lanka, to understand the, the norms and expressions of masculinities as they have historically uh, evolved. And we're looking at it through an intersectional lens of ethnicity, race, uh, class, economic status, and, and uh, religion. This is a study that will highlight how male privilege plays out differently in public and private spheres across different cultures. Talking about different cultures and experiences, for someone like Eric who has traveled, lived, and worked in so many countries with people of very diverse backgrounds, we were curious to know about his personal journey with masculinity and gender equality. The fact that I've grown up in France and I studied in the United States and then worked in several countries across the, uh, the world and actually on, on four continents from Cambodia to Haiti, Iraq, uh, Pakistan, Kenya and now India. So I've been uh, exposed to different perspectives of gender equality. The key takeaway from my personal journey is that wherever we are, regardless of context and the uh, time-bound social notions, it is very helpful to question and challenge not only our ideas of what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, and how each should behave or, or act, but also to try to bring this into action ourselves in our work life and our personal life. Because if we really open our eyes and our heart, we can clearly see the need for us to join hands for gender equality. And we absolutely agree. Questioning and challenging traditional norms around gender and then striving to live an equitable life is really the best contribution each one of us can make. This podcast is an attempt at just that. After the break, we discuss how a pandemic combined with toxic forms of masculinity impact our movement towards equality. Welcome back. We are Pratik and Ashwin on The New Manifesto in conversation with Mr. Eric Palt, Director and UNESCO Representative to Bhutan, India, Maldives and Sri Lanka. Today we are exploring masculinity and gender equality through these COVID times. Just before the break, Eric spoke about joining hands for gender equality. Reports suggest that the COVID-19 pandemic has in fact deeply impacted the pace at which the entire world was moving towards gender equality. Globally, women saw more job losses than men due to the pandemic. These impacts were visible in India as well. The unpaid care load on women increased by 30% due to the pandemic. 30%? That's a big number, isn't it? It definitely makes us wonder how masculinity has caused or exacerbated these gendered impacts. I would say that the pandemic has exposed the irony of the stay home, stay safe guidance that is often given uh, for women. The exponential rise in cases of domestic violence across the world go on to show that we should not rest easy. Some have even called this the shadow pandemic. The uh, intersectional discriminations faced by migrant women laborers due to the lockdown and restrictions, for instance, are peculiar to India. We have seen also that 
harmful notions of masculinity have exacerbated the impacts of COVID-19, not just on women, but on society as a whole. For instance, masculine norms expect men to be strong and self-reliant. And this may mean that men with COVID-19 symptoms are more likely to avoid or delay seeking medical advice and oftentimes ignore mental health problems, subsequently endangering the well-being of the entire family. And these are definitely grave concerns. Concerns that need swift and hard actions. UNESCO has responded to this with some strong programs. UNESCO with uh, a number of its uh, partners, and here I want to mention uh, UN Women, UNICEF, UNFPA, uh, and the South Asia Foundation, have supported, for instance, the production and launch of a, a short film called uh, Listen to Her, which was uh, directed and uh, acted by uh, Nandita Das uh, in the lead, which is available on YouTube and Instagram for those who are uh, interested to, to, to watch. This is a, a film that touches upon two important issues that women are currently dealing with. On the one hand, the increase of workload and also the rise in domestic violence. And, and as UNESCO believes, and, and I want to reiterate, gender equality must be addressed most importantly in and through education. This is really perhaps one of the most important messages that I would like to relay today. Uh, and it can be uh, leveraged uh, as a tool uh, for changing attitudes that help women accept gender equality as a fundamental social value uh, while empowering girls and uh, women. So in this regard, as part of uh, the COVID-19 response, UNESCO has initiated a, a program called Action for Equality. We have uh, so far trained more than uh, 130 educators and 6,000 boys from about uh, 150 schools across India. Eric has seen several gender equality projects and policies start and then succeed or even fail. What in his view then are some of the most important ways in which we can advance gender equality? Well, it's clear that uh, to sustain social change towards gender equality, collective action is key. I've already said it, but I want to say it again. Uh, the obligation shouldn't just be on women to uh, question the, the boxes that society puts them in. If men are part of the problem, it is their duty to also find solutions. Therefore, I would definitely describe what we're doing here as a positive trend. Uh, conversations breed uh, change. It is of great importance that men and boys participate in the conversations about gender equality and become themselves agents of change. Perhaps through our behavior, we can encourage other men to join in, work towards the positive transformation of social norms and take responsibility for their actions. I would uh, also describe affirmative action as a monumental step towards reducing gender biases as it allows for uh, clear empowerment of women. From the example of India, uh, we can see that affirmative actions such as uh, um, reservations or, or quotas encourage women to take up spaces that otherwise would be inaccessible to them due to uh, various social cultural reasons. When we return, based on what we explored and learned today, we'll make some entries in the new manifesto.
welcome back. We are Ashwin and Prateek. As we do in each episode, at the end of our discussion, we make some entries in the new manifesto that we're building. It's a guidebook of sorts, which has the gist of all the conversations we have with the experts we speak to in each episode. Based on today's rich dialogue with Eric Falt, it's time to make our entries. But this time, Prateek and I have some help. Eric himself will make those entries. Here's what he adds to our manifesto for male leaders, young and old, to expedite gender equality. Here we go. The first step, I think, would be to uh, look things in the eye and accept that the situation is not what it should be. Of course, nobody wants to wash their dirty laundry in public, and, and there's observedly a lot of denial and apprehension on the part of many men when it comes to speaking out against gender-based discrimination. So our first hurdle to overcome is acknowledgement of gender inequality as a, a pervading social ill to which men are complicit. Next is the realization that we all have unconscious gender biases. These are uh, roles that we've internalized based on our society's set expectations about how men and women should dress, behave, and present themselves, and in some cases, what kind of work they should do. So it is in our hands to become aware of these biases and challenge the stereotypes, whether in the media, on the street, or at home. The manifesto should, uh, therefore, strongly emphasize the need to transform mentalities. And for for those men who have um, successfully, as they say nowadays, checked their privilege, the, the natural next step is to raise awareness with their close ones, family and friends, on the many harmful notions of masculinity and to uh, engage in commitments for countering stereotypes that perpetuating gender inequality, not just in public, but also in the private sphere. If after all this, one still places the burden on uh, the girl to dress in a certain way, rather on the boy to behave properly, for instance, perhaps a little bit of introspection is clearly needed. It has been a pleasure to to have this discussion with you uh, as part of our uh, celebration of International Women's Day 2021. Engaging men and boys is key to promoting women's leadership and all of us to live free of gender-based violence, including that of gender stereotypes. Thank you so much, Eric. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ashwin. Thank you, Pratik. And with this, we come to the end of another episode of The New Manifesto. We are grateful to Mr. Eric Falt and UNESCO for engaging with us. We hope the conversation helped you as much as it helped us. You can follow UNESCO on social media to get regular updates of the amazing work their teams are doing across the world. You can also follow Mr. Eric Falt on Instagram at Eric underscore Falt, where he likes to document the sustainable development goals in his own way. You can listen to our episodes on all major podcast platforms and on our website, motormouthpodcasts.com slash the new manifesto. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. This episode was hosted, written and produced by me, Pratik Sharma, co-hosted, co-produced and edited by Ashwin Chandrasekhar. Music and other credits are in the show notes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at motormouthpods. 
for updates about episodes of the new manifesto as well as other motormouth originals if you have a story for us please reach out we would love to explore it thank you for listening to the new manifesto from motormouth podcasts Motormouth Podcasts